Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Podcast. It is your host, David McKaig Jr., and hoof, does it feel good to be back in the pocket, season seven of In the Pocket, the longest-running show on the Game Sports Podcast since our existence in the beginning of 2016, and, you know, it's football season ladies and gentlemen and you know who i am i'm gonna get to the sponsor of course you should already know who that is if you're a loyal in the pocket fan however i'm gonna introduce the co-host joining yours truly for this first episode of season seven going first all the way michigan down the line if go over the border go down the highway a little bit some left some right some straights the one and only he's a cleveland browns fan and he's the defending and back-to-back Pick'em champion, if you know, you know. The one and only EJ Russell. EJ, how's it going? Good. Happy to be here. Happy to be back. Season 7? Wow. Feels like we just started this yesterday. Happy to be back for another exciting season as we prepare to talk football. Ready to defend my crown again. And, of course, ready to cheer on my Cleveland Browns. You know, he has won the Pick'em twice, but ask him how many trophies he's gotten from me. I'll say this. I've never lost, and I still don't have any trophies to show for it. It is going to come express. That's exactly it. Thanks, Justin. That's exactly it. Now, that lovely voice that you heard, he's one of the originals, okay? He is one of the original voices of In the Pocket from our hockey shows, our basketball show. He's been been asked on the spot on live radio about GM in basketball, okay? He'll never forget that. Now, of course, Justin is known for, of course, being involved with football and in hockey. But obviously, football in the pockets where it all started with myself and Justin, which expanded to, you see the other guy on the other side there, EJ and the crew. Justin Heichel, we are here for season seven. And you have been here for every fucking season with me. All the fun ups. There's been no downs. The show has certainly evolved. It's been great. The Game Sports Podcast, back for another season in the pocket, my friends. How are you doing? Uh, we've definitely upgraded from the uh, phone and cup days. That's for sure. That's. I was waiting for somebody to bring up phone in the cup. <laughs> well, I mean, like seven years, it makes us sound fucking old. That's like, that's... This is how it looks. That's crazy for, when you say, yeah. <laughs> for anybody watching video, I know some people are going to be listening on the audio side of things, so I'm sorry you get to miss this. But if you're watching video, my, my phone is on my whiskey glass right now. And we used to talk right up close to it like this, okay? And we used to pass it around, <laughs> going around. And certainly that was and like something. As the show would go on, as the show went on, the voices just got louder and louder and louder. That's and how it gets by the end of this show. Spill on the cu- yeah, yeah. So that's you're not wrong. No, you're not. But that hasn't changed. But we still, but we're a lot more organized, a lot more professional now. Okay. And speaking of which, speaking of that, I've got some housekeeping items. Got to make sure I take care of. For seventh straight year, sponsor of In the Pocket, Sports Center Bar and Grill in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And look, I don't want to hear anybody chirp me about not having Sports Center up. Right here yet on top of my door. Again, if you're on video, you know, you know. If you're on audio, sorry, you're missing out. But Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sioux St. Marie, Ontario is the best sports bar. Best wings, I think. I want to, I wish there was an award for just best atmosphere and just best staff, best everything. Sports Center is 
just simply the best. That's why it's called Supreme Ontario's best sports bar, sports center, bar, and grill. And Justin, they got some pizza there that's delicious. The wings, the lunch is good, the beverages are good. They got TVs in every corner, in every booth. Look, if you want to enjoy the game, you got, and that's a pun intended, if you want to enjoy the game, you got to get down to Sports Center Bar and Grill. Seven years, seven years, the longest standing sponsor with the game and also the longest standing show sponsor within that. And we appreciate Frank and the crew at Sports Center. They have been with us from the beginning and been guiding us up and coming up with us, we'd like to say, uh, from the start. So, again, Sports Center Bar and Grill, Susan Ontario's best sports bar, the sponsor of the In the Pocket podcast. In the Pocket is powered by the Game Sports podcast. Now, people are wondering why I'm not saying the Game Sports show. Very simple. We had a little slight adjustment with some wording. We are now called the Game Sports podcast. But for some nostalgia... I am wearing the Game Sports Show shirt. Again, if you're on video, you get to see this nice shirt on my body. If you're on audio, too bad. Head over to the YouTube channel if you're on audio. Good segue. That is the TGM Network YouTube channel. There will be a special announcement about the name as we are now powered by 91N, 91 Network, which is formerly known as TGM. But you can still search the TGM Network as a YouTube channel until the official video announcement comes out. That's how you search it. But when that comes out, search 91N. And you'll have all the content from sports, mental health, agriculture, local in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, because this podcast is based in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, just in case you're outside of Sault Ontario listening in. If you're doing a podcast, reach out to yours truly or anyone on the 91N family, and that includes the Game Sports Podcast family, and you can have your podcast aired on the platform on the YouTube channel. You know the podcast, you know the show, you know who we're powered by, you know who we are. Okay, so let's start with a Hail Mary. I don't know, I wanted to go something with football. And let's kick off, let's go with that. I took Scarpino's soccer intro, but let's kick off the in the pocket season. Okay, let's do it. Season seven. EJ, I'm gonna go to you first, okay? We have a very interesting season ahead of us okay and if anyone's wondering about the pick'em i'm going to get to the agenda in just a second i just want to go to ej and justin about some thoughts first before i go to the agenda and you'll understand why i didn't say the agenda yet ej this this season it's got to see it's got to be a season of a storybook kind of kind of aroma kind of a, a, a kind of a display aaron Rodgers is not on the packers anymore yeah bosa signing a massive contract today which is just in time for this recording what what can you in in uh, in predicting what would you name this season to be if you had to give it one word right now EJ what do you think this season is going to be chaos it'll be the word that i give it Love this that. is a league this year where there's been a lot of changes there are a lot of expectations that are placed upon teams uh, that maybe haven't felt this type of expectation before. Teams like the Detroit Lions uh, under Dan Campbell look like they're ready to bring the roar back to, to the Motor City. they got to start off their season against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Cleveland Browns now have all of their pieces lined up to look like they're going to make a run at a division title and possibly make a deep run in the playoffs, as well as the Bengals reloading, the Steelers getting better, and the Baltimore Ravens getting better you know with the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. The AFC North is going to be absolute chaos this year and then of course the biggest storyline of the offseason is Aaron Rodgers going over to the Jets lining himself up with what looked like potentially could be one of the best defenses in the league 
goes out, pairs himself up with the offensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson, and, and brings in some of his guys that are helping make sure that that room gets better. But that's another division, the, the AFC East, that's going to be chaotic with Miami, the Patriots, the Bills, and now the Jets all looking like they're going to be good teams. The story of this season is going to be chaos. In week one, we're going to get right at it. 100%. 100%. Heichel, one word, followed by an explanation. <laughs> Unpredictable, I think, is where I'm going to go with this. There's uh, like certain divisions. There's a lot of blood in the water out there. Like teams, certain teams got to step up. Other, you know, perennial contenders are, are falling back. I mean, like I just had a conversation with someone today. We were talking about the New Orleans Saints and about how you know, I mean, kind of watch out. Look at their schedule. I mean, the schedule's pretty easy. Their defense isn't half bad. So, I mean, if you're looking for a fantasy defense on the waiver wire, New Orleans Saints' schedule is pretty rough uh, in terms of opposing teams. I mean, I think the Saints have an easy, not easy, but the defense should rack up some points, interceptions, etc. But, I mean, Derek Carr, you got Chris Olave there. You got Michael Thomas trying to make a comeback for a week or two. <laughs> Um, with the running game, uh, Williams coming over from Detroit, trading uh, autographs for Pokemon cards. Like it's love. That. There's a lot going on there that interests me. Um, you know, I mean, the Giants looking to make a step up. Um, big game coming up this what, Sunday nighter, I think this week. Uh, Giants and Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys. You know, everyone, uh, them boys, at the end of the season last year, and then the playoffs, they kind of fell flat. Saquon's got a big contract now. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. There's a lot of teams I'm thinking are going to step up, and I'm going to be surprised by about half of them for sure. That's Honestly, I would all say in terms of a word that I'd like to give it, I want to use a very common word, but it's exciting. I, I, and I think that kind of bounces off EJ a little bit because of all the competitiveness in the divisions. And almost if you look at some divisions that may be weaker than others, yes, but there's some divisions that have that excitement factor to it. Steelers-Browns division, if you look at the Jets, if you look at the, uh, the Bills, uh, I, I, there's, just a lot of, there's just a lot of excitement that could happen. The storylines could lead to the excitement. The injuries could lead to excitement. The games each week are exciting, but it also translates to your word, Justin, unpredictable, because it's going to be hard to pick games this week or this year each week because anything can happen in any sport, but this year... Well, it might be hard for you, Dave. Some of us making picks is a little bit easier. Hey, I've only finished behind you two straight years. Okay, I'm due. I'm due. Okay, due. But, fellas, what I, I wanted to have that as an icebreaker topic first. I got to say the agenda. The agenda is pretty straightforward. We're talking football, okay? But we're going to be talking about uh, week one. Uh, we're going to be talking about any news in the world of football, not in this order. And we're also going to have our pick em before we wrap up the show. We got about, we're 10 minutes in. We got about 20 minutes to go. Uh, we'd like to keep our shows at half hour quote-unquote quotations. We've screwed that one up a few times. <laughs> hardy, hard, hard. Uh, but I want to start actually with news. So like I said, it's not in the order. Bosa, big contract. Hike, going to you first. Getting, uh, I think if I read that correctly today, because I, I did have to read the article before you know doing the show, highest paid contract, right, I believe, all right, we're good. EJ gave me the thumbs up. We're good. I, I'm on the right track. I Largest contract for a defensive player in NFL history. That's the term. Thank it's you. Banana sandwich. Six years, $188.9 million. Uh, so what they're saying, uh, he's up $31.4 million a year from like signing this contract. Could you imagine? No. 
Could you imagine that kind of cat? Pete, like, I almost did it. I almost threw the hockey reference into the football show uh, like 10 uh, minutes in. I, I'm not I'm, doing I'm it. I'm waiting to see who does it. Can't be that guy. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it on the first show of the year. But, like, contracts like this in the NFL, everyone's like, oh, my God, congratulations for him. And, like, other sports, people are like, oh, my God, how do you pay him that much? <laughs> it's like, this is awesome. Like, this is... <clears throat> I mean, for a defensive player with so many guys holding out right now, like, there's not a ton of them. I mean, Chris Jones being the big one. But, I mean, this might kind of settle that down, help Chris Jones get into the building and start playing for the Chiefs again. I mean, the game is more exciting for all of us when the best players are on the field. That I think we can all agree on that. And deals like this are good for the game. Players are getting paid, which means they're going to be playing. I mean, I... <clears throat> I'm in a perfect situation right now where players aren't getting paid and they're not playing and the team is kind of, uh, they're going to suffer from it going into week one. That's, <clears throat> this is crazy. I mean, and EJ, honestly, before I get your point, I wanted to say that you have, the reason why people get paid this much, and I, I kind of, I wanted to touch on this on a previous podcast, uh, the Game Sports Podcast, the recent one, that you can check out, by the way. It was great. Uh, but, we, I want to mention how people get mad about contracts in sports. And, again, I'm not going to reference why I'm gonna bring, I brought up contracts. Just listen to the previous episode. Again, I'm not dropping a, something else reference on the first show. But people get paid. Athletes get paid what they do in sports because of that popularity of sports, too. It has something to do with what the income of the league is, the business, the owners. And, if listen, people are making that money because they can pay it on the team all right they have the money to do it okay it's not it's not like dave mckeg uh in the game sports podcast is hiring travis kelsey to come on in and be uh one of our men's league tight ends and we're paying them no it doesn't we don't have millions of dollars on this show okay if we did I'm, I'm sure we'd all be in the same studio if we did instead of being on virtual okay speaking truthfully they, I'd, I'd have canadian citizenship by now 100 <laughs> percent. the reason why that, that people because the sport is successful that's why people get paid what they do but ej your thoughts on bosa getting more money for mimosas i don't know i think we all knew this was coming i mean during the preseason and dave stop drinking mimosas okay that's probably the first problem um i think we all knew that this contract extension was coming it was pretty well known that it was expected to get done before the beginning of the regular season and it's nice to see that get done because both sides were confident that this was going to be the type of deal that's going to be good for everybody going forward. Uh, you know, it's a five-year, $170 million contract extension on top of what he already has good for the six years, like Hike said. But it's absolutely going to somebody who is beyond deserving and has given the type of performances necessary to ask for that type of money. He is that good of a player. Him and his brother both instantly made impacts on the defensive side of the football for both the 49ers for Joey and for Nick Bosa, or excuse me, Nick Bosa on the Niners and Joey Bosa on the Chargers, right? They both made instant impacts. He's the type of player you want on your team. That's why he's a captain on that football team. He's a soft-spoken leader that lets his play do the talking, and his play helped him get paid. And that's exactly what happens. You you. Play good, you get paid good. Very simple as that. Other piece of news to go around the NFL, obviously Kelsey's injury. Uh, obviously, as reported around, he it seems like that he will not. It's questionable uh, for this for the opening night. I kind of have a feeling that if Kelsey uh, 
wanted to play he could uh, but obviously if you're a fantasy football owner already and you have Kelsey in your lineup I probably uh, would take him out because he is in high doubt for the season opener this week but if Kelsey goes down rough, to be honest. Rough week for tight ends in fantasy. Right for sure and honestly I think let me tell you we're going to get to our pick him after of course but the the Travis Kelsey going down is obviously a big hit to the, to the Chiefs offense but when somebody that's quarterbacked by Patrick Mahomes, he makes do, right? He he makes do. And EJ, is this something that the Chiefs can really rebound from very easily? I feel like it's something they can do easier than most teams because of who they have at the helm at the at the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is certainly going to make things a little less stressful. But the fact of the matter is that the Kansas City Chiefs have lost, lost arguably one of the greatest tight ends of all time. He's already being considered as one of the greatest tight ends ever. And if he continues on the trajectory that he has been these last couple seasons, I think he certainly ends up taking that top spot over a guy like an Anthony Gonzalez or Kellen Winslow Sr. Uh, or any of those great tight ends of past. This is going to be a big hurdle for Kansas City. Travis Kelsey has been so much of that offense for a long time. Do I have confidence that Andy Reid can maybe plug somebody into that tight end spot? They can still get enough production and rely on Patrick Mahomes' ability to spread the ball around? Sure, I absolutely think that that's possible. But this is a huge, huge piece for the Kansas City Chiefs to be missing. He's been a good chunk of their offense for the last six, seven years. And when, he's, when you're missing that piece of offense, it's 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 huge. But, again, having someone back there is good help. But as EJ just said, it's massive. One, one of them, if not the best of all time. Uh, Justin, before we get into week one preview and our pickup, because obviously time flies when you're having fun here. We're on, in the pocket season seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, if you can count. Episode one. This is uh, the Game Sports Podcast in the pocket. Presented by the Game Sports Podcast. Powered by 91N. Sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Justin, Aaron Rodgers. This has been the most heaviest talked about thing all summer. Okay, you got someone who walks in with jeans and a muscle shirt trying to look like Nicholas Cage. And he leaves Green Bay, God's his wish, goes to the Jets. And the Jets are actually going to be good this year. <laughs> and it, it, that's the, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. But Aaron Rodgers in New York. It's Give me your thoughts on it. Give me your thoughts. I don't want to jinx it because I bought in a little too hard on some of my fantasy teams. Um, but they do look good. I will agree with that. They look really good on paper. I want to see it applied to the field. I mean, the team last year just needed someone to huck the ball. I mean, yeah, good point. Rodgers can do that. He likes a guy that can uh, spread the field. And, they, you know, he got uh, what Lazard's back there with him. But I think he's their number two. So, I mean, they don't. Elijah Moore, I believe, is uh, a resident on the Cleveland Browns now. So I, uh, I don't like. I'm not sure who their tight end is. Conklin, maybe I think at the Jets. So, and you got Uzama. Oh, he is there still. I forgot about that. Correct. All right. So yeah, you got solid tight end. Uh, your running game's not bad. We'll see how it goes. He's got a, the durability's got to be there. I mean, he's he's older now. But I do think they could pull it off. And if, honestly, if the Jets go on a tear, they could be real fantasy darlings. But I think that division is going to be tricky. I mean, the Dolphins are going to come out pretty hot. Um, the Patriots, I'm I'm not entirely sold on. I like call me crazy here. What what's with Ramondre Stevenson having like being with a top ten running back in fantasy rankings this year? Like what? 
Hmm. What does that? What what is Yahoo seeing that I don't understand with that guy? What do they know? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I, I honestly. I mean, Bill Belichick's all you need to say there with New England. Good point. Well, yeah, and then the thirteen other running backs they have. So, like, I, I I don't know. It's gonna be I guess, had the the Jets' success really depends on the. This is a very obvious comment, but like the success of the the rest of the division is kind of dictate how the Jets do this year. If it's going to be some tough sledding through the back end of the season, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers spent enough time in the dark to get through the uh, the tough season there in uh, in New York and with the media there. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I I my money's on them. Obviously, with my fantasy picks, so let's go for a ride. Heichel has bought in to the New York Jets fever. Now, listen. I'm going to read something pretty interesting before we get into some Week One. And before we even get to week one, maybe a quick little prediction roundtable. I know that uh, some of the original members of the game sports show, Game Sports Podcast, would never was really fans of making predictions or guesses. But EJ and I have certainly rewrote that narrative because it makes for fun conversation. Yeah, I was reading something on NFL.com, okay? There was uh, from Adam Shine. I probably I was, I'm very bad at pronouncing names. I need to be corrected. Uh, the the, the last-minute predictions in the 2023 NFL season, they said Josh Allen wins MVP and the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Now, I, don't agree, I, I think it's an okay pick with the 49ers. I'm going to say no, but I do agree with one. Josh Allen, MVP, 100% going that route. And I'm going to say it because it's the third year in a row that I am picking this team winning the Super Bowl. And I'm a Steelers fan. I want everyone to remember that. The Buffalo Bills are winning the Super Bowl this year. This will finally be the year that the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl. So now that I said that, the reason why I bring up this topic before we get into week one and pick them is, EJ, I want you to pick your favorite, your early favorite MVP and your early Super Bowl favorite. Wow. Um. Okay. So, are, are I picking the Super Bowl matchup or just who's winning it? Winning it. Whatever you want. You know what? It's it's the first episode. We're free. If you want the matchup, go ahead. If you want to pick the winner, if you're bold and you're truly the back-to-back champ on the pick'em and you want people to rely on your answer, because people are going to pick their bets based on you, EJ. I want you to know that. You're over 70%. So, if anyone's going to listen to picks, it's you. So, give them what they want to hear, my friend. All right, way too early Super Bowl champion. I'm going to go San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yes, I'll buy okay. into the hype there. I think that they've done enough. And Brock Purdy, since coming on to that team, is Mr. Irrelevant, has had absolutely no fear in his approach to the game. They added Christian McCaffrey last season, and this is a defense that is certainly going to continue to get better. I like the pieces that they have. George Kittle, probably one of the best top four or five tight ends in this league, hands down, loves to block. They have a great running game there. I love what they're doing. As far as an MVP candidate goes, I have one that I promise you contains zero bias when I say this, Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun <laughs> Watson legitimately has an opportunity Imagine. to become an MVP in this league. If he can get the Browns this season to 12, maybe 13 wins and get us an AFC North title, he's certainly going to be in the mix because the way that the Browns reacted this offseason in making sure that they brought in enough wide receiver talent whether through free agency and bringing in guys like Elijah Moore or doing it in the draft they have loaded up that wide receiver room to give him no reason to complain about hey I don't have anybody to throw to you have Donovan Peoples-Jones is the number three wide receiver there and he 
he can still contribute in special teams as well. Nick Chubb's one of the best running backs in the league. And Deshaun Watson, if he can be just 90% of what he was at Houston, the Browns could have an absolutely stellar year. Like you were saying in it with the Bills, the rest of that division's play is certainly going to dictate the way that things go. However, if Deshaun Watson, again, if the Browns get to 12, 13 wins and he's playing well, maybe only he's thrown you know, 10, 11 picks or, or less, he's certainly going to have his name in the conversation. Bold statement. I love that. I love that. Like I said, don't doubt EJ. You may, you may laugh if you're not a Browns fan, and plus, in light of some of Deshaun Watson's nonsense, it's, that's there. That's over there now. Okay, he's playing football. Heichel, your MVP, er, way too early, let me say, MVP favorite, and Super Bowl champ. It's tricky, tricky already. I mean, <clears throat> I want to take the easy out and say, like, the Chiefs are just going to repeat. <laughs> uh, but with the early injuries already, the injuries already, the season hasn't even started. Um, Super Bowl champ, I'm... Uh, there's so many people that are going to bust my balls for saying this. The Eagles. Okay. They're going to run it back Ooh. and win the Super Bowl this year. Okay. Um, okay. I just... I, I like what they have going on there. They're fun to watch. Their defense is pretty vicious. Uh, like and they time. added a little more power to the running game. So I'm going to say the Eagles. Um, MVP? Jump roll. That's, that's ugly. Yeah. Um, honestly, Patrick Mahomes. Because if the guys are going to be this injured all, already this year, he's going to have to make it work. And they're going to be in the playoffs. We all know that. We can all agree on that. Just how he gets them there is TBD. And then if he gets them there with injuries, that just gives him more ingredient to get the MVP, right? If you have yeah. less support. But it is Patrick Mahomes that's not taking away well, from the best in the league right now at the quarterback position, arguably. We're, we're talking about injuries in the Kansas City Chiefs like nobody's ever recovered from a hyperextended knee. Nothing's torn or anything like that. If he sits out and gets his rest, Travis Kelsey could be back weeks, months. We're certainly going to see him before the end of the year, though. 100% we will. Just, we're, we're, I'm going to be that guy, that doom talking already. A loss in week one against the Lions. You're not alone not on good that. Good luck if you're the Chiefs. You're not alone if you're on that. Then We're going to get to the pick That's a great segue. That's a great segue. Okay, week one, what we're going to do is we'll do the pick and if we have time, we'll do some thoughts about week one at the end of it. Uh, we're at 26 minutes right now, so like I said, the half-hour quotations is very heavy on the quotations, uh, but we'll try it's, to... And half-hour is very loosely used. It could be an hour. <laughs> it could be an hour and a half. Believe it or not, people, if we're I'm on... I'm on my way. If, if we're on live radio, though, i got to give credit. There's no other crew that's better than the Game Sports Podcast. We are on time when it comes to live radio though when it's live when it's podcasted it's like oh wow we're free <laughs> we're, time limit is just a number it's just a number when oh yeah <laughs> you can always tell when we're doing a podcast because dave always comes out with a fuck real early in the show <laughs> <laughs> and i'm producing this show so there i'm the one telling you to go faster I meanwhile i'm the one who talks the most and goes down all the rabbit holes it makes absolutely no sense uh, the but, best part is now we can see you staring at the clock, and you're just like, yeah, and, and there it goes. It's there, still going. It's still, it go. I can still hear the ghosts of uh, people that I've done shows with saying, Dave, and I'm going, oh, well, they're muted. That's exactly what the I, I remember when Dave used to, before we were on on YouTube, Dave would hold up a sign and be like, five minutes. Like, 
<laughs> well, somebody's talking just to like, hey, wrap it up. <laughs> Times five. Uh, okay, the pick this week. I'm going to go first because I don't want people blaming or thinking. I'm going to take from Justin or EJ. I came second two years in a row, okay? So, listen, if you're looking to make your cash back on your, on your gambling, maybe I'm your guy, okay? Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> but going to the pick this week, I'm on the uh, I'm on the train of the uh, of course the Detroit Lions. All right, the roar. I loved EJ. I think that's going to be the title of this first episode: "Restore the Roar." Restore the Roar in Motown. Okay, and that's also going to attract a lot of our listeners because of our demographic. So clickbait for sure. Uh, but the Lions are going to beat the Chiefs this week. That's it. I'm not going to get into detail. That's just happening. Falcons over the Panthers. Bengals over the Browns. Sorry, EJ. Jacksonville over the Colts, Vikings over the Bucks, Saints over the Titans, Steelers, yeah, are beating the Super Bowl favorites, apparently, the 49ers at home, the Commanders and the Cardinals, yeah, I got to pick the Steelers in week one, uh, the Ravens and Tex uh, will beat the Texans, the Bears over the Packers, Raiders over the Broncos, Eagles over the Patriots, Dolphins over the Chargers, Rams over the Seahawks, fuck the Rams not being the favorite, and the Giants over the Carb Carboys. Car wow, the Carboys. That made a new name for Jerry's team. The Giants over the Cowboys, pardon me. And the Bills over the Jets. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw two INTs in the first half. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm calling it 2-1-2. Two, one, two, one, two. That's seven seasons in the pocket, minus five. Two interceptions by Aaron Rodgers in the first half. The Bills will beat the Jets 28-14, lower scoring than people probably thought, and the Giants will beat the Cowboys 24-21. Minnesota with the highest points this week and the least. I'm so sorry, Justin. The Indianapolis Colts will have the least this week. There's my picks. I'm going to go to Justin second just so nobody thinks we're stealing from EJ. Okay, that's. I think that's fair. Leave the best for last. And let's. And I will always say this. Look, they're already in. My picks are all. You can't see because of the light. But all my picks are already saved and in there. I always save them before we do every show. That's our rule. Got to save it before the show. That's. I love that rule. Justin, who you got? All right. So I got Detroit over the Chiefs, Carolina over the Falcons, the Browns over the Bengals. Jacksonville over the Colts because Trevor Lawrence versus question mark and what's going on here. Um, Sorry. Minnesota over Tampa. Saints over Tennessee. San Fran over Pittsburgh. Washington over Arizona. If Arizona scores a point in that game, I'll be fascinated. Uh, Baltimore over Houston. Chicago over Green Bay. Denver over Las Vegas because I'm kind of interested in the Sean Payton, Russell Wilson uh, Sean Payton revenge on the league kind of situation. Philly over New England. Chargers over Miami. Uh, Seattle over the Rams. Giants over the Cowboys. And Jets over the Bills. Ooh, we got some uh, different picks. I love it. <laughs> uh, 34 for the Jets. 31 for the Bills. 36 for the Giants. 28 for the Cowgirls. <laughs> Uh, most points this week, the Browns. Fewest points this week, the Cardinals. Oh, who's your second least points? Is it the Colts? <laughs> Is it the Colts? Come on. Don't. No, I, I think Richardson's going to put up some points, but, man, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> EJ, the def let me give you an introduction because you deserve it as I roll my eyes. The defending times two. Pick'em champ of the Game Sports podcast, formerly the Game Sports show. It's the same thing. 
the one and only EJ Russell. Give us your picks because they're the ones that matter, right, EJ? The defending champ. If, there you go. If you're looking to make some money on the money line, <laughs> here's how it breaks down from this guy's point of view this week. I think we got a sweep here. I got the Lions over the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey being unhealthy makes a big difference in that game. I yeah. like the Falcons over the Panthers. I think that that's probably the most interesting game of the week because Carolina certainly did a lot to improve, specifically in their running game. They did a nice job there, so they could come out and be better. But I took Atlanta because they're at home. Uh, give me the Browns against the Bengals because I'm not picking the Bengals week one against my Cleveland Browns. That one is an entirely heartfelt pick just because of my own biases. For obvious reasons. Uh, Hike, sorry, I got the Jaguars over the Colts. Vikings over the Buccaneers. Saints beat the Titans. Niners take down the Steelers on the road. Uh, Washington Commanders, they're going to win that game. Ravens over the Texans. I got the Packers taking down the Bears in what I think will be somewhat a surprising game. I think Jordan Love could go out in that game, score two or three touchdowns through the air. I think that this is going to be an opportunity to really see Matt LaFleur's offense. And I think Jordan Love might be a little bit better than a lot of us are thinking. So I got the Packers over the Bears. Uh, Broncos over the Raiders, Eagles over the Patriots, Chargers against the Dolphins, Seahawks at home against the Rams, Cowboys beat the Giants, and I have the New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 taking down the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. I have the score of that game 35-33. to I think that that's going to be a tight one. Uh, I, I think that that Jets defense is going to give up some points to the Buffalo offense. Maybe not 33, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring, exciting football game. Uh, Cowboys 24, Giants 17. Team that will score the most this week, I actually have as the Detroit Lions. This is a team that averaged over 30 points per game at home last year. Very, very good football team. They improved as well, so I got them scoring the most. And then I have Tampa Bay scoring the least amount of points this week. I don't believe in the hype of Baker Mayfield starting for that football team. Look at that. The first week of the Pick'em is in, and we're nearing the end of the first episode in Season 7 of In the Pocket. But as I promised listeners, if we have any feedback about Week 1 that listeners expect, I'm not going to give any piece of advice for it because all I'm going to say is I, I said at the beginning, very simply, exciting season is about to happen. Okay, and I want to give the time to either Justin or to EJ. Justin, going to you first. Any points you want to bring up about week one that listeners should know about? Uh, just remember, everybody, week one is e it's easy. Just keep telling yourself that when you're making your picks, and then <laughs> when you're disappointed on Monday because you made zero money, <laughs> week two is easier because you are you know more. You know more. <laughs> No, don't listen to me. I didn't take zero betting advice from me. If you've listened to this show at all, you know that I'm like 50-50 at best, and it's not the good part of the 50. <laughs> but you know your shit. That's what matters. EJ, floor is yours before we get to the wrap-up. Two games real excited to see. I'm excited to see the Cowboys at the Giants. The Giants have done a lot of nice things to improve that offense, including bringing in Darren Waller at the tight end position. Saquon Barkley is back and got some training camp in under his belt. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, that's going to be an interesting scenario. Does he throw 15 picks like he did last year, or does he return back to the form that the Cowboys were in when they were making the playoffs under Dak Prescott? I think he has to play better this year, so that's an interesting game. And then all eyes are on the Jets on Monday night. This is Aaron Rodgers' coming out party as a New York Jet. The Buffalo Bills are certainly a tough task in the opening week of the season. I think that we're going to learn a lot about the Jets from what we see week one. 
Honestly, the Jets are going to be hilarious. Though. I, I can't wait till Rodgers throws two picks in the first fucking half. I can't wait. I'm going to message everyone in the group to score like this. With the Aaron Rodgers meme in the background saying that that's exactly Well, everyone around here, it's like 60% Packers fans, 30% Lions, and then another 10% are jokers like me who root for other teams. But I'll tell you what, with every Jets win, I hope the Packers fans lose their mind. You wanted them gone, this is what you're going to get. Awesome. Love that. <laughs> Love that. That is a wrap on episode one of In the Pocket ITP. Presented by the Game Sports Podcast, powered by 91N, formerly TGM, and sponsored by, of course, the one and only best sports bar in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Sports Center Bar and Grill, original home of the Game Sports Show and podcast. Got to mention both in that sentence. And been around with us since 2016. We're in season seven of this show. There's no other sport, I'm not saying the names of the sport, that have caught up to this amount of seasons for our show. So Hockey, I'll say. I'll, I'll bust Yay! the bubble on the first episode. Hockey. It, is. it wasn't Dave or Justin. That's great. And if people are wondering about In the Pocket, we do have a bigger panel, such as Jamie Antonello plans to make his return this year, he told me, which is exciting, uh, and Tyler Willett. So we got a good panel of in the pocket but we also got a lot of content of the game sports podcast we got the game sports podcast got our special edition upload we got some great content coming including one with james sabalski coming up that's unbelievable we also have top shelf resuming very soon justin's on that with yours truly and of course just content from daniel scarpino and gatano with full time it is absolutely amazing and yes i've been getting asked all the time about two things one Local content for the football and NCAA. Well, he doesn't know till now. I am going to give EJ when he's on the show, EJ the floor when it comes to NCAA football. And his, well, counterpart in NCAA, I might give it to one of Tyler or Justin. It will not be me doing NCAA. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> and for, for local football, we will be discussing local football and having some local content from both. Sioux, Michigan. I know people are like, oh, Sioux, Michigan. But news is going to be coming back. Yes, it will. And Sioux, Ontario. Okay, so let me answer those questions for you. Should have answered them from the beginning, but I forgot. Speaking of NCAA football, Colorado taking down TCU yeah, week yeah. one, 45-42 in Coach Prime's debut. Fucking guy brings over 80 players in the transfer portal. Uh -huh. 80. Walked into Colorado's meeting room and said, hey, I'm coming with my own baggage. Get your shit and leave to walk in and do what they did. Colorado last year had two games where receivers caught for over 100 receiving yards. They had four do it in the first game of the season. Colorado against the world. Coach Prime looks good, buddy. Oh, and like the jersey, the jersey letters that he does, like the L and the D. Yeah, leaders, leaders and dogs. And dogs, like that's wild. That is the favorite. That almost that almost should be the thumbnail. Leaders and dogs. There, but, but there is nothing better than when he gets done. Now give me my theme music and they play some mystical. Oh, I love it. Hit him with that theme music 12, 13 times this year, Coach Prime. Go get him. Awesome. Good shutout for sure. Now, In the Pocket is every Wednesday. That is the schedule. Now, of course, listeners and viewers, uh, be mindful if there's any last-minute schedule changes given the week and our schedules, but we do plan, and usually for over 95, I count it, 95% of our shows since we've started have been on Wednesdays. Believe it or not, it has followed tune. 
Okay, so expect the next one to be on the next Wednesday, which seven days now will be September the 13th. Uh, so we'll have that for you, myself, EJ, Justin, and the crew. Make sure you keep it locked here on the Game Sports Podcast. But firstly, before I do that, I want to make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe on all the platforms. If you're on the audio side, video side, there's a TGM Network, soon to be 91N YouTube channel. And subscribe and follow below with Spotify and Apple. Everything, okay? A like, a follow, a comment goes a long way with the growth of this show and helps us, okay? Justin, I want to say thank you to you. You and I have a fantasy draft in a few moments. Yeah, I was just, uh, oh, sorry, Mike's on now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just kind of looking at that. I was like, oh, shit, five minutes. We gotta, I got to at least go and uh, pre-rank some players here. I have. I don't have any pre-rank. What do you need to pre-rank them for? Just figure it out. EJ, I should get you to oh, pick my team. <laughs> no, I'm not doing Collusion. that anymore. Collusion. Collusion. Uh, EJ, it's been fun, uh, as always. Until next week, uh, we will be back with another episode, my friend. And, you know, we'll see how you do if you're going to defend defend the title again once more in the pick'em. Hey, it's, it's an uphill climb all season long. One week can hurt you, but it can't kill you. Love that. Early favorite. I think Hike's going to finish last this week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I, had to, I, had to, I was going to build it up, but I didn't. So this has been Dave McKaig. That's been EJ. That's been Justin. That is the Game Sports Podcast in the pocket presented by the Game Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week with more football content. And for the entire year, football is back, baby. I've done a lot of celebration arm outs if you watch some video. I'm sorry. I'm animated today. But it's because we are back love in the pocket and you should too like follow and subscribe below i'm here to remind you keep your stick on the ice swing your bats catch your touchdowns drain your threes and shoot your shots booyah so-